Welcome. This is the Home Buddies Podcast. Do as Charlie does. Maybe not Sky. Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> oh my god. Um, it's been again. <laughs> we've been on a non like. Uh, how do you say it? Like on a hiatus. Yeah. Without even wanting to. You know, life gets in the way. It is what it is. It's it okay. Is. Yeah, it is what it is. But I mean, we're cool. We're back. Um, let's hope this episode doesn't take two weeks to edit. <laughs> so it's, it should be out by uh, Tuesday, which is today. On the actual ep- episodes. I was launch. like, was that today's Tuesday? No, today's not Tuesday, but when they hear this, it's going to be on Tuesday, so. Yes, 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 because that's how life has been, that I was actually questioning if today was Tuesday. <laughs> it's been rough. It's been it's been a little rough. It's been a little rough, but we're back. Hopefully yeah, and that's... More, hopefully more consistently this time. Yeah, for sure. And, like, I think... We're, we're going to treat this podcast like how we treat our friendship, which is like long periods of time with, of, of like inactivity. And then suddenly we're like, hey, what's up? Oh, not much. Oh, we're cool. <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly all the activity and all the updates that have happened in the past, however long we didn't talk. But, you know, that's how you know it's like a good friendship because you can have those periods of time with no activity. And then once it gets back to it, it's like back to how it was before. Yeah, nothing ever changed. So, like, that's how we roll. Exactly. That's how we roll. So last time, so last episode, we, what did we talk about? Did we talk about, I think, like, what was it? What did we talk about last episode? Scams. It's been that long. (laughs) What? Scams? Scammers? Oh, I saw you said hams. <laughs> Meat? No, 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 no. Scammers. Yes, scammers. Yes, that's what we talked about last time. This time, we're, this time we kind of want to deal more like with relationships, but not the romantic ones, but like the platonic friendship ones. Because we talked and- too much about relationships. <laughs> To be honest, yes. <laughs> to be honest, it's time yes. To, it's, it's time to go away from that and just, like, focus on the people around you. Not so much, like, people from the outside. Because they're, like, you know, they're... Yes, a partner, when you get a partner, you become close to them. But until that happens, you know, you have your family, you have your friends that are with you till the bitter end. Yes. Be- because those people are disposable. But- yes. Yeah. Charlie is not. Wow. Wow. So Sky and I, we've kind of talked about it before, but we've been friends since, I think, ninth grade Mm -hmm. high school. So, I mean, it's been over a decade now that we've been friends. Um, And, like, we had other friends as well, you know, those from school and college. But, like, none of them have stuck the way that... Um, Sky and Amy, which is our other friend, um, they've stick like with me throughout all these years, and I think I think that's special. There's something special 
that we have had for all these years. I think it's hard for like a lot of people when I tell them, oh yeah, we've been friends since, you know, for 10 plus years, like 14 years or something. And they're like, wow, that's you know, something really hard to keep, I feel like. For sure. Because I mean, in movies, especially, um, and then in series, we see a lot of friendships, um, different types, right? Like the ones that have been since childhood or the ones that are like your friends, but not really, or friends to lovers and stuff like that. But it's always like great to see the ones that been there from the start. And our relationship, especially with Sky and Amy, we've been, we've all come from a similar background where we were all international students that came to the US. And then I think we have that, that special is that our minds are pretty open. So that openness, I think has like really helped our bond, like become stronger. Yes, I agree. I feel like it's, it was a lot easier making friends with, with people in our ESL class, which is like our English as your second language class, than like in the math class or something. Yeah, because um, some of the things that we're going to talk about is like what is more like the psychology behind friendships and how they're built and um, and maybe like and notice what type of friendships you have. Maybe you don't even realize what type of friendships you have. And that like that's something that we want to like dive in. Yes, I think knowing kind of our background of our friendship, I feel like we are experts. <laughs> right. <laughs> I always, but another thing is like when I meet new people, right, too, if they say, oh, I can't keep a friend group, it's some reason that's a little bit of a red flag versus someone new we meet and they are like, oh, yeah, this is my best friend for the past eight years or something like that. It's yeah. more of like, oh, you know, I don't know. I like subconsciously that's just like, oh, that's really cool. There's, there has to be something right about this person that mm-hmm. another human is willing to keep this person for that long of a time. So it's kind of like a, um, you kind of can make out what type of person they are based on how long they've had a friendship. Yeah, I think that's, that plays a role into it. Yeah, and I think we should talk about that. Um, before we got, we get into all that psychology and stuff about it, we're not, I mean, I'm not a psychologist. This is stuff I researched um, in the brief time because I, also you guys know that I don't do that much research. So this is like things that just pop up, but I think they're, they kind of come from a place of thought and that we can like expand on. You can, you can be like, oh, this is bullshit or not, but this is what like I saw. I feel like there, there are people, right, that say they have friends, but you can pretty much tell the the relationship that they have based on how they communicate of their friends, of like what they say about them, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I think that's what makes or breaks a, a friendship because if I'm talking about Sky and I say things about her in a negative way, then I know that their friendship or like, that their friendship is not real. 
You know what I'm I, talking yeah, about? Yeah, because I feel like, let's say I talk badly about Charlie to someone else. I feel like in that person's mind, I can't be, I don't know what's the right word, like a good friend because I'm talking about her in a negative manner to a, someone I just met. Yeah. I just like you shouldn't talk negatively to about anyone. Um uh, in I don't know, especially to someone you just met or doesn't know that well. To be honest. And I mean, first I also want to say like what's what makes a friendship, right? Like what what is that creates this like specific interaction between people. So, according to what I read and at, um, about this doctor, her, is, um, her name is Suzanne Deggs, um, she says, a friendship, a friendship um, is, a re- is a relationship that involves two very critical dimensions between people, interdependence and voluntary participation. So to create a friendship, you have to rely on each other or you have to like inter- intertwine between those two people and um, make yourself time for that person, right? So depending on the level of time you give that person, that will kind of dictate um, the level of friendship that you are, right? So uh, when, we, when we look at two people interacting in a space, um just by looking at their like um body language and um how much awkwardness there is between them you can pretty much tell oh they're just they just met two best friends right and so they they talk about like true friendships are hallmarked by each other's desire to engage with each other it's about mutual interest in one another's experience and thoughts, as well as a sense of belongingness and connections. Like, there's a difference between how you make friends between adults and children, right? Because mm-hmm. when you're a child, things, I don't know how they do it, but it's just like, hey, hey, and they're friends. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. But with, with, with adults, it's different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand. It's a lot easier to make friends as a kid. And I feel like everyone knows this, but I don't know. Maybe they just don't know as... Maybe we are just too naive as kids that we don't have standards. Standards. (laughs) For friends. It's like, you're not a human. You're breathing. Let's be friends. Right. And there's also like the... There's no ego behind it. There's no, what am I going to get from this person if I become their friends? Yeah. And that's like one thing that's stopping, like stopping a lot of adults from becoming friends with others because you're too calculating on what this friendship is going to bring, you know, mm-hmm. especially, have you heard of like um, friends that become ladders? A ladder, uh, you make yourself up, right? Mm-hmm. You make yourself go up. So you make friends in order to be in a higher status or gain something from that, like a stepping stone, mm-hmm. right? 
Um, and in, a, in the adult world, because you're so focused on your own things that you have to do this, you have to pay that, you have to, you know, take care of these things and that, that, that becomes a, like a subconscious thing when it comes to friendships. And I think that that's what makes it hard because you're thinking, how am I going to use this person? But then there's the, like the distrust. How is that person going to use me? You know, yeah. their intentions, the intentionality, I think is what makes it hard. Mm -hmm. I can see. Okay. I see where I'm going with this. Um, I can see that of making new friends. Like, I feel like there's different levels, obviously, of friends, right? There's people that I can see myself being around a lot. And then there's others who's like, oh, this person's really cool. I'm going to be friends with them. But, you know, maybe I'll give 20% of my time to, to this person versus, I don't know, 80 to, like, Charlie and Amy. Right. <laughs> but um, I feel like that's another thing. You can make these type of friends uh, and grow with them. Like, not necessarily you stepping over them to grow yourself. Yeah, and I feel also that the type of friends that you make depends also on your personality, right? Because there's different, spec uh, you know, you have different parts of the spectrum where you have a social butter butterfly, and then you have like a um, a stay-at-home introvert, you know, and that kind of like makes you see friendship in a different matter, you know, because there's on one end that like what they call the tight knitters that they usually just maintain like a dense social network, like just a few people, you know, and they get along really well. Um and then there's like those who are what they what it's um, the article says like compartmentalizers. There's like different clusters of friends, you know, that kind of change over time, but you kind of go with them in certain periods um, of your life. Or like if you want, um, I don't know, if you want to go to the bar, you contact a certain group because those are, you know, those are the ones that. Um, kind of want to go more and not the other ones, right? Um, and then there's the the people who are just like with one friend and that's it. And I'm not going anywhere and that's like my ride or die, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's interesting, even even amongst us, us three, mm -hmm. we're, um, we have a different view of what type of friends that we want to make because, for example, Amy is a very social butterfly. So I feel like she goes into like the more um, like the cluster of friends, right? You have friends here, you have a group of friends there um, versus me, um, who I, I'm more like a tight knitter where I prefer just having three to four friends max and like just like go with that. Yeah, um, I feel like I'm the same with you on that. Um, it's... I would call the people I met through Amy my friends, but actually, I will, in my mind, 
I'll compartmentalize a lot of them as acquaintances. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, um, like you said, we're going out, so let's contact these people because they go out. And mm-hmm. honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, some of these people I've only met, I've only hang out with them either at a bar or a club, and that's it. Nowhere else. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense because they're, you know, they're they're there for a specific reason, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not because they they share like a background with you. They just share a a specific experience with you and they they like to go to that one place. It's like going to a, a club, right? For um I don't know, watch movies. So the only time that you see those people is when you go to movies, mm-hmm. right? It's kind of like that. Um, and so through, excuse me, I almost choked on myself. <laughs> Talking about choking, I learned how to de-choke someone. So yeah. I was <laughs> just going to say, she, right before we started recording, she goes, I learned how to like, uh, like unchoke someone. I was like, <laughs> unchoke someone. <laughs> That's right. CPR, you know. But, oh my God. Uh, Anyways, I can also go clear, you know, that thing. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I learned how to do that, too. (laughs) Oh, my God, that's so funny. Anyways, through um, a little bit of the research that I saw, there's like four types of, four core types of friendships, right? Okay. There's the four different levels Mm -hmm. that you can go through. So you have the acquaintance. Mm-hmm. Which is like that, you know, the easiest one that you're just like complete strangers. But you'll um, say hi to them when you walk past them on the street right. or something. Yeah. So it could be like coworkers from a different department or people um, that you meet like at a, um, you know, at Starbucks and then you, they, they know you based on your drink, but they're not really your friends, but they kind of like know. They've seen you enough times that they remember you. Like, they know of you, but they don't know much about you. Yeah, so I feel like that 90% of people that you know, Mm -hmm. or that you sometimes call friends, are actually just acquaintance, how you mentioned, right? Yeah. Like, the friends through Amy are acquaintances. Mm -hmm. Okay? And so we go to the next level. We have friends. So uh, unlike the acquaintances... Those are the people that you run, like, you mix with, right? You have the crowd that you kind of socialize yourself kind of on a regular basis. So you have those friends usually in school or college, you know, usually um, you have a classroom. And then if you create a group for a project and you kind of you hang out afterwards, you kind of become friends with them. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So. Probably that's like the next, well, that's the next step. And then I, for me, at least acquaintances and friends, mm-hmm. those two levels are kind of like very gray for me. So okay, if I don't consider you like someone close to me, I'll just consider you acquainted. It's not even friend. Okay. Or just like a person I know. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> then we have. On the next um, step, we have close friends. So close friends um, are usually there for help or support. 
So if you want advice and stuff like that, they're they're willingly give to you to you that time. Um, and and you know you you tend to give them like little bits of secrets. You tend to open up more with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like a lot of affinity with them. Um, and sometimes, I mean, you have like, you know, those people you will kind of defend because they're close friends, close enough um, that you will defend them, even though you don't really like agree with what they're doing. But, you know, that affinity is there. Um, so close friends, I feel like that's a little bigger group than like best friends. You know, so your close friends could be um, your family, you know, your like your cousins, if you're okay. if you're close with your cousins, or if you have friends um, that you know you um, you tend to hang out a lot with, mm-hmm. you know. Okay, so then we go to what we call best friends. Yeah, so this is the rarest type. Okay, and they're the kind of friends that we we will first of all we need all in our lives. So we all need a Sky, we all need an Amy, um, and that's those people um, that just you know they they understand you without even need to tell them anything. You know, um, is the type that person who loves you no matter what. Um, so they could be your childhood friends that you you know, you spend almost all your life with. It could be your siblings. It could even be your parents if you're close with them. That person um, or even your partner. Um, And so best friends, you know, you can go weeks to months without like ever contacting them. And then when you do reconnect, it's just like, it it seems like as no time has passed. So that's like what we were mentioning. Yeah. How we feel that connection between each other. Mm-hmm. And and so this they are like heart to heart or soul friends and they give you comfort, you know, and um, you know, you can rely on them if anything goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are the four types. OK. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess so based on what you said, I was like thinking of the people I know and trying to see which part they all fall in. But mm-hmm. then I realized I don't actually don't know that many people. <laughs> <laughs> I so, get it. Um, so you know, obviously, um, Amy and Charlie will be at the top tier, the A tier, what we call <laughs> best friends. And I think yeah. I would include Z in there as well. Mm-hmm. You know, because we've spent a lot of time together now too and there's something that you said before that i want to kind of bring back up which was like when they were defining when at the first when you were defining friends is like you're interested in what's it called their opinion or something like what i have to say mm-hmm. yeah and i feel like that's a great way of putting it it's like you don't have to always agree with your best mm-hmm. friends or whatever but it's the interest of you having this other person so mm-hmm. you know within our friend group let's say the four like um charlie me amy and z i mm-hmm. 
Well, let's say that we are very different people. Like, yes. per- yeah, <laughs> personality-wise, we are very different. But there's just, I don't know what it is. Um, Maybe you can put it in, like, better words as to what it is, but there's just that, like, bond and interest in each other's lives that kept this friendship going for you know very long time obviously yeah i think the word that i will describe that's helping is affinity and then synergy right so you know how there's like different tropes that you find where there's one like the crazy one the the mom one and then the quiet one and those things kind of mix well I think it's it's all about chemistry. Um, and even though there's like contrasting opinions on things or like different um, interests, all those kind of intertwine with each other and that, that will make it work. And so um, like I'm really happy with the way our friendship have evolved from like the first year. Because mm-hmm. I remember, you know, um, during high school, I would, you know, quote unquote, make friends or like, you know, acquaintances and uh, and then friends that like in that category, like I, I think they're the same. But anyway, um, and so something about Sky and Sam, like who's Sam? And anyways, Sam. yeah, I don't know who Sam is. Sky and Amy, they just like popped out from among all the people that I've met in in high school. I don't know what it was. And I remember, I remember there were more of us. There were like five, yes. five or six of us, mm-hmm. counting three of them. But like slowly, they kind of like faded away. Yeah. yeah. They went their ways. Um, but us three, we stuck together it could be because like we live close by Mm -hmm. um but i mean we did have some interest in um things like language and music um that we could hang out and like we will have things to talk about and so i don't know it just it just happened without without us even knowing right i feel like it just it was meant to be i feel like I feel like also like bringing it back to the whole having an interest, right? Because um, for me, I feel like Charlie helped me discover some of my in- current interests. Because let's say, um, for example, the singing karaoke thing. She was so excited when she's like, oh my God, I love karaoke. We have to do it. And you know, me as a friend, and I think this also brings back to how you mentioned that we are all open. You know, mm-hmm. at, at the beginning, I was, yeah, not great at singing. But I was like, oh, this this is a lot of fun. And I love doing this with Charlie. It's great to, you know, just sing together. Even though at the time when she first introduced it to me, she was a lot better than me. But... <laughs> <laughs> It's all but, objective. <laughs> but we took, you know, I took on the same interest and like, I feel like we bonded more and we spend more time 
over that yeah. and like over music and it just developed and then all of a sudden we wanted to uh we both got guitars <laughs> <laughs> yeah we did and then ukuleles and then all those <laughs> other things <laughs> so i, I forgot think, about that yeah, yeah right so i think the the having an interest in what your other friends have an interest in and you willing to at least try it it's what also helps like bonding a friendship together so yeah definitely i think our like what you said of being open-minded has helped us like grew our common interest because the cool thing about like for example i like karaoke right and so even though uh, Sky was a little reluctant at first. She began to like it, right? And like that gave us a common thing to do, like Saturday nights, you know, we will go. And even though she maybe wouldn't um, sing on stage on in like this bar that we used to hang out with, like she will accompany me and like hype me up when I was singing. And so like that's that's cool when you have someone that encourages you on the things that you like, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And the thing is, sometimes I hear people, or especially between friends, like this, this sort of thing where like, oh, you bought what I just bought. Isn't that kind of weird? You know, like yeah, when people like, say that. Uh, why are you copying me on this? Things like that. Right. Yeah, that does not exist among our friend group. <laughs> For real, like sometimes it didn't happen as much with me, but it did happen between Sky and Amy that out of nowhere, they will like get the same thing <laughs> or they will go shopping for the same shirts. And then without even like saying anything, they will appear with the same shirts. Yeah. So, okay. Sometimes it's unintentional, right? That we just show up somewhere without talking to each other what we're wearing and we wear the exact same outfit or really close. But yeah. then sometimes we plan it because it's, I don't know, it's fun to have. Yeah. yeah. It's like to, little twinsies. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> um, there was once we all went out and it was me, Amy, and one of our other friends. Mm -hmm. We were all wearing a like tank top with shorts and something over it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It might be different, a little different, but it's the same combination just on the three of us. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes I I will buy, if I see something. So for Z's birthday, she really liked this like snake print black and white bag I had. Okay. So for her birthday, I went out and looked for one that's similar to it because she really <laughs> liked mine and we'll yeah. wear it together sometimes. We all have... <laughs> Matching Air Forces. <laughs> <laughs> and like that's, like, like, that's what's cool about it, that you can share something that you like with someone to the point where it's like, you feel proud of it. It's like, yeah, exactly. oh, I, um, you know, Sky really likes uh, something that I bought or something that I do and she's doing it too. Like, we can do it together now, you know? Yeah, it's a lot better when you have someone to share what you're excited over. Yeah. Right? So 
um, something that happened like literally three days ago. Um, me and Amy, we are really into perfumes, mm-hmm. and so we were looking, uh, and we bought <laughs> the same perfumes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what's cool, and like, and um, and even in amongst us three, like we all have something different with each other. So yours is with Amy, like perfumes and mm-hmm. like, um, and I mean, right now I've like, not right now, but since a while I've begged them, please read webtoons. And, and now Amy's reading them. So I'm going to ask her wh- which one she's reading. So like I can talk about it because a thing that I like a lot is to read, um, um, especially like Korean style, they call it manguas, but there's like a illustrative comic or what's it called? Illustrative novel. I don't know. It's just like you read them on your phone. Yeah. And they have a, there's a lot of types that, that there, are, there are in the, the manga world. It's not mangas because it's like different from them in the way they're formatted. But anyways, I'm, I'm going on a rant. <laughs> <laughs> but I love I love reading them and she's like she's doing it so um Sky just told me and I was like oh that's pretty uh-huh. so yeah if if you're noticing that your friends are like buying the stuff that you're buying or like they're getting to things that you're getting it's not because that they're jealous you know they're not jealous of they just want to have a connection with you in something and share a common um thing between you guys and that's like that's the thing that you need to make a friendship. Like you ha- you need to have something that you're both interested in in order for this to last longer. Exactly. Like we like you want someone because I feel like if your friend is doing that, in my opinion, they are taking a step like closer to you and you don't have to be envious of oh why are they copying me? Why are they being like this? And more of Oh, they really like, or what, whatever it is, um, and like they want to share similar interests, like you said, as you, yeah, yeah. Because I don't know why, but people sometimes feel that as competition. Like mm-hmm. nobody's competing against you. Like I'm not thinking that that Sky is wanting to like sing better than me, and so I have to try harder. Like no, she just. She just wants to sing with me, and I want to sing with her. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. Not everything has to be a competition. Exactly. It's like if you guys are wearing the same shirt, it doesn't matter. Like, oh, she looks better than me, or like, oh, I think I look so much better than her in that shirt. It it doesn't matter. It's not. Uh, not everything's a competition. It's just oh, we like the same shirt. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and I mean, you know, it's just very objective and, and it, it doesn't, it doesn't need to like go that far either. And so one of the things I want to talk about is like, how do you know if your friendship is gone sour or like if, if you're in a bad relationship with, um, a friend of yours, right? Mm-hmm. Cause there's always the good and bad. Um, so one of the things that you have to look for is that, if you're meeting with a friend, let's say that you're, you guys visited, like you visit your friend's house 
and then you leave that place feeling worse than you went in and not better, that's like a really, really big red flag because why is your friend who's supposed to be there for you making you feel bad? Is it gaslighting? Is it that competition? Is she want to, it, it, does she want to make you feel inferior to her? You know, that's something to like really think about it. Another thing, um, if you try to avoid your friend or like cancel things on them on purpose, that's a tell, like, you know, that friendship is not going to last because having a friend is sharing the things that you have in common and being excited about it. So right now, Sky is in the US and I'm in Peru, right? And like I, if I could, like I would immediately go over there where she is because I want to spend time with her and it shouldn't be the other way around, right? I don't know if you ever felt that way with someone that you, you no longer wanted to like be around them and you like, you intentionally created a space between them. I mean, yes. Um, I feel like we all encounter those people. Um, but I'm a very tolerant person, I want to say, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Like, yeah, I, think I, so. <laughs> I can tolerate a lot of things. But, you know, there are just things that it is too much. Um, I, so I, I have this, I will call her my friend still but it's just every time we've talked every time we've did anything it's i just always feel so negative like everything she said was so i don't know like pessimistic Mm -hmm. and i mean i want to be there for her because it seems like she's constantly going through stuff um but it's just a little draining on my end. That every time I talk to her, I'm like, okay, time for a nap. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But so I've tried to put a little distance between us. But still, like I said, I'm too tolerant, like tolerant <laughs> of people. So if she comes to me, if she ever reaches out, I wanted to talk about anything. I'm still there. Um, but I. You know, I don't reach out to hear yeah. her, her problems. And I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Know. And that's something that we should talk about a little bit more um, as we're going down the list. Mm-hmm. There's um, another is when you feel like that friend is coming to you when that person needs something. So it's very transactional. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, I mean, let's say Carlos... You know, he he's messaging me right now. He probably needs something from me or like a favor or something. Mm-hmm. So that's a very transactional friendship. Um, not not ideal, right? Yeah. Um, there's also um, the friend that isolates you from other people in your life. Um, so let's say you get new friends and they will give you all the negative things about those friends so you will stop 
being with them. Even though those things might like be really small, but they will intentionally make it big. Like, you know, that person does this and, you know, this is really bad because of these reasons. And they make, they isolate you, you know, that's also a big red flag, especially. Like, yeah. Like they're very possessive of a person. Right. Yes. Oh, okay. I feel like I believe in the saying of like, if you love something, let it go. <laughs> if it comes, if it comes back, it's yours. <laughs> right, right. Um, and I feel those. I don't know. I might be assuming. Usually, those type of people um, have a really hard time making new friends, and so they feel um, that 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 they will lose that one friend that they have, and so they will like grip it with all their might. You know. Yeah. But so, I feel like in those friendships too, on the receiving end of that friendship, the other person probably feels really suffocated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Definitely not a good thing. Um, especially, well, people joke about it, but it kind of has like a truth behind it. You know, when you have a best friend, let's say you, Sky and I um, have always been friends. And then it's it's always been just the two of us. And let's say Amy comes in through Sky, and she's like Sky's friend, and I'm just I'm her friend, but we're not. I'm not close with Amy as I am with Sky. And then I suddenly start to get jealous that Sky is hanging out more with Amy, or like they went to the store together, or they went to get coffee together. If I am feeling like if I start being like you know, why do you guys go out without me or something like that? It kind of goes both ways. One, um, I'm not letting Sky have her freedom and her independence. And then two could be the other way around where Sky is um, intentionally ignoring me and like going out without me. But like if there's any of those two, you know, um, it's also a really bad friendship. Yeah, but um, I want to add to that a little bit. Yeah, let's keep going with your scenario that I, me, Sky, brought someone in. I feel like if this third person was someone I want to keep in my life, I will do my best to have all three of us be together. Yeah. Just I because I do want my best friend to be friends with others who I want to keep in my life. Yeah, like a good example of that would be um, Z came into our friend like group a little later yeah. and so she has another best friend that she had for a while since college. Yeah. And now I mean, I will consider her one of my closer friends too because if, uh, every time we try to do something and if Z's friend is free, we are always asking. If yeah. like she want to come with us, for um, sure. Yeah, and <laughs> actually, Z was at work, um, and I was working from home. Uh, mm-hmm. So was Z's friend, and so we met up and went to a coffee shop and worked together without Z, <laughs> <laughs> because she was at work. She have right. she physically she have to be it. at work, so yeah. we sent her like a snap of us together, and she's like, "What's happening?" <laughs> my worlds are colliding together <laughs> yeah it's it's cool 
to have those moments, right? Where, mm -hmm. you know, it's, you know, it's okay to have friends, um, to, to have new friends and then be friends with those new friends too, you know, from your friend's side. But, um, yeah, it's cool. Also, I, I see she's really special. Um, she also came in like at a later time we became close like roommates and then you came along and then you also became friends with her and like mm -hmm. that our our friendship is is still there even till now and like now she's your roommate so yeah it's, it's really cute when I see you guys like play around and like you know <laughs> it, um it brings back a lot uh, brings back a lot of memories and like one thing I I I have to say, it's like, I'm really bad with communicating with <laughs> you guys. Like, <laughs> as of now, the the person that I talk to most is Sky. <laughs> But I think it's because of, <laughs> like, um, Sky reaches out more to me than, like, the other two. But that doesn't mean, like, I don't, um, our friendship with the other two are, like, you know, strenuous or anything like that. It's just, just how it is. Mm -hmm. Part of our personalities, I guess. Yeah, because like right before we start recording, um, we're doing our research last minute, but it's okay. You guys don't have to know that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I was doing my research in the living room with Amy and Z, and you know, all four of us, of us were talking as if no time has passed, as if yes. you, you were still here. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if. They don't reach out as often, but that like fun foundational friendship, that foundational bond is not gonna go away because it it was built so strong when you were here. Yeah, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Also, let's continue with like the red flags of friendships. I guess I'm gonna call it. Okay. Um. Okay. So another thing is you find yourself trying to make excuses for your friend's behavior or defend your friend from other friends who are more able to see their short shortcomings or poor treatments of you. So it's basically saying you're defending your friend's bad behavior towards you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Usually um, I see these in a lot of like narcissists, you know, Mm -hmm. Especially with the method of gaslighting. Yeah. You know, um, also this happens a lot in like um, romantic partnerships between two people where, you know, you know that like you're being treated, you've been, you've been treated wrongly, but you are not able to let go of that relationship. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is like right on the dot of the friend I mentioned that I kind of distanced myself a little from. Yeah. She's been going through some of that and it's it's a lot. It's a lot to handle. And I don't know what to say. Um, I know it's her life, but you know, f I still consider her my friend and I still want the best for her. But she's just not listening. And it's just very exhausting trying to talk to her about her situation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually those people will always think, oh, it will get better. Or they're not like this. Um, they're probably just like in a bad mood. Or like they create all this 
excuses, you know, but it's up to that person to come to realize and put an end to it. Um, because no matter how many times you say it, sometimes it just doesn't go through it. Um, so if you feel that you're in that type of like friendship or relationship, romantic or platonic, like you need to put your foot down and make a decision. Are you going to keep being in that situation or you're not? So you need to make that decision. All right. Because you're never going to change that person. That person will will decide you cannot make that person change, even if they're training you badly. Yeah. I feel like sometimes as just people, um, we need to take a step back because we're, if you are in that situation, I feel like it's hard for that person to see. So uh, like um, Charlie's mentioned that if you go hang out with this person or do whatever with this person, and then you come out of that situation feeling a little iffy or bad, maybe take a step back and see what happened. Like, why do I feel like this? And then like, like Charlie said, make a decision. It's maybe just time to let go and move on to someone else. Mm -hmm. That's right. All right. Um, And so to finish it off, while friendships are based on social exchange, red flag friends typically draw more resources from the friendship bank. Um, So they usually take out more of you than they give from they, they, they give to you. So those people who drain you, um, who are like a combination of all these things that we mentioned, you know, mm-hmm. that's like also a telltale sign. It was a, how do you say that word? Telltale, telltale, telltale. Uh, uh, you know, just say it really fast. And, <laughs> <laughs> and people will get what you're saying, but yeah. no one actually knows what you're saying. Yeah, well, that's what makes it particularly noticeable that you're in a bad relationship. Mm-hmm. So I feel like um, we kind of talked about, like, you know, the types of friendships that there is, um, you know, what to look in, like, what to look for in your friendships currently. But let's say you, I don't know. Um, you currently have no friends, like as an adult right now, because we're not children anymore. How do we make friends? How do you? Ma- how do we make friends, Sky? How I don't know. I'm. I have no friends. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I have three friends, and they're all leaving this weekend, and I'm gonna be alone. <laughs> um, I mean, so for me, this is hard because i feel like uh both you and amy you guys are social uh, i mean i guess it used to be you changed a little bit yeah i did <laughs> damn <laughs> but it was a lot easier for me to um uh, like get adopted by you guys i guess <laughs> <laughs> because you guys were social and I was more reserved and they just keep coming to me and talking to me and I'm like oh they want to talk to me so I should talk to them too so uh, now I became better I think I hope 
Um, and so, but still, I still have the same issues. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. You tell me. How do you make friends? Yeah, so I looked, I looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> Google to the rescue. Google to the rescue. So, um, it, it's kind of like what we talked about. To, to create a friendship, you need first intention. You need the time and you need to, to put it, you need to put in the effort. So, Nobody's going to be your friend just because you say hi, right? That That's just an acquaintance. But to become a friend, you need to intend for that friendship to grow. Spend time with that person either online or in, in person. There's different types of friendships nowadays that grew, that grew. I actually was reading an article that says, like, I, um, I met my friend on Reddit and we, after five years, we now got to meet each other. And then we're really big friends or something like that, right? Uh, oh, that reminds me of a story. Okay. Yeah. So we have this thing called Gen Con okay. uh, that holds in uh, Indiana. So it's like, I think it's about board games. I'm not sure. Anyways, um, it's a really big event. A lot of people were like traveled from different part of the u.s for this event okay uh and amy and i we, we went out uh, for pizza and this restaurant is the kind that doesn't have a doesn't have what's it called a hostess to seat you okay. so you just go in you find a spot and you sit down and we forgot that event was happening so we walk into this restaurant uh and there was no seats and then this these two guys that were sitting at a bigger table, they're like, oh, we're about to leave. Um, do you guys want to sit here? So we sat with them for a second because they, they were getting their checks. And we were talking. So they were here for Gen Con. And they actually have never seen each other before. They've okay. only been friends online for a very long time. Okay. Yeah. And then they're like, Oh, we're both going down for Gen Con. Let's let's meet up and have like hang out and have pizza. And they seem really cool. They seem really close for someone who's never met in real life. Yeah. And I feel like that's you know, with new technology and stuff, that's just a really cool thing to see. Yeah. yeah to be I, honest. Yeah, yeah right? Uh-huh. We're just just two strangers we sat down, they met on Discord or something. I don't remember exactly. Yeah. But they mm-hmm. met online. And it was just two dudes that were just hanging out eating pizza <laughs> because they were both down here for the event. <laughs> yeah, and I actually have a similar story. Uh-huh. So I have a friend, and I met her um, through Tumblr. Mm-hmm. All right, because they were doing um, they were doing like a event um, like where you create stories with each other, and so um, we. So we were creating a story um, through Kakao Talk. Yeah, the I Kaka. remember. Yeah. Yeah. And so we talked and like we were making stories. We just like, you know, for almost like two years, I think. And so then I decided since I gained independence, I didn't live with my parents. I had my own car. I went to Wyoming all from Indiana to Wyoming in order to go meet her. I think it was my Wyoming or Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin. it was Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah I was Wisconsin. like, Wyoming seems too no, far. No, 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 no. It was like right next to Chicago or like Illinois. Yeah. And so 
I went to her university and then she came to my house and then she spent time with me there. Um, and we even got like, you know, she was, it was like we, we'd known each other. Like, I mean, it's like we were knowing each other for like in real life. Like she was like, you know, school with me or something. And we even got like matching like rings. I lost mine though, but like, <laughs> it's I'm okay. Really she loses it. a lot of things. <laughs> Well, oh, actually, that one was stolen. Oh, it was in that pile? Yeah, it was oh, in that pile. Oh, yeah. I see. Well, that's a different story. <laughs> but I mean, but like, it does happen. Okay, I'm sorry. But like, this girl does lose a lot of things. She's lost so many belts. How does one <laughs> lose their belt? What are you talking about? What belt? Dude, <laughs> yeah, every time. <laughs> it's like... Uh, like we go shopping. Oh, I need a new belt. I can't. I can't find mine. I was like, "What, um, what do you? What do you mean? <laughs> How do you lose a belt?" <laughs> That's a good question. But I mean, I I was really like messy. Like, I tend to always have like a like a really messy room. Um, well, that's a, like a whole thing. Like I I've like I like I've been on TikTok a lot, right? And like um. Like a, a thing that I always hear is that if you have a mess room, you probably have depression. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. I think um, your room represents your mental state. I I truly believe it. How yeah. your room looks represents your mental state. Yeah. If it's all messy, uh, all like there's stuff everywhere, I think. You're you've been having like a rough week, probably. Yeah, well, I I truly believe that. <laughs> yeah, because I will go through periods of like really, really messy room. Like you cannot even like walk correctly through. I'll just like bam and clean, clean the whole mm -hmm. day, mm -hmm. and like it will be like that for a, for a while, and then I, like it will go back to that. And like I never really thought about it because I mentioned before I just kind of like you know kind of just like swish away all my like bad thoughts and I just like <laughs> concentrate like 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 sniper like lens like look tunnel at things, vision yeah. tunnel vision like focus on like the good things so I think that was like one of my things that I probably had maybe not so much of the, as depression but it's like something something wrong with mm -hmm. my mental health I, I I can't say it was depression because I cannot I was not diagnosed, but it was probably something along those lines. <laughs> mm. So yeah. Anyways. Um, Anyways. <laughs> so so another thing that they were talking about is like with the time and the intention and the effort. It's like even just taking the time to go get coffee with someone else, or like having food. I read that like food and drinks like makes that connection um, of friendship even more because usually when you're eating or when you're drinking like at a bar or at a restaurant, you tend to talk because you don't want to be in silence. So what exactly. do you talk about? You talk about your like your childhood or like what you did or what you're interested in. Uh -huh. So through that, through those conversations, you can see what things that 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 person you know has interest in it or like things that you have in common and through that you can build you know 
enthusiasm or interest or like um, you can compliment um, them through what they're passionate about and like create that bond even more mm-hmm. right so consistency reliability and um it's what like helps solidify a, a connection right so through guys you know through men it's usually um you know sports they, they really like sports you'll you'll see people at a football game you know that they're really passionate about their like their team their team yeah and so they will like scream together they will hug they will you know go yeah with their beers and then afterwards <laughs> it's like they, they've been friends for a long time you know yeah. and that that football is what like connected them yeah i think that's like for guys that might be a little i don't, don't want to say easier but maybe just because most guys not all of them obviously are into some kind of sport so um we have uh some friends that we hang out with and we like we will go to bars with them and stuff and so mm-hmm. there was a night where we asked hey yeah what were you guys doing uh today and they're like oh we can't do anything because the ufc game is on <laughs> so like yeah. literally every single one of them is meeting at this like one person's house and they're all watching this ufc fight together and they will not do anything that night it does not matter who asks that's their response oh we're we're watching this ufc game tonight we can't do anything (laughs) (laughs) yeah and that's that they they've taken that uh that ufc thing because i don't know what sport that is i'm sorry i don't know what that is i think it's fighting of some kind. <laughs> Boxing? I, I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know. And, even, but they honestly. they've taken that and like made it their thing. Mm-hmm. So having your thing with that person like creates it even more um like a, a stronger bond because there's people who like to cosplay or like mm-hmm. anime and stuff and they, they will like geek out about their favorite characters or something. Um there's people who like um, fear and they will like go to you know impromptu night together you know and things that so they really recommend finding um if if you have a hard time with let's say you're shy and stuff like that usually um especially shy people um tend to be in their comfort zones but if there's something that they're passionate about, usually they become a little bit more extrovert, right? Uh-huh. So if you join a club or a group of some sort of a sport or something, um, you'll feel comfortable in in that which you are happy in, right? So Yeah, because you have that instant connection with this other person. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So you tend to open up, right? Um, and also like, Go out a bit more out of your comfort zone and and say hi to that person that interests you, right? And that can open up a lot of possibilities for that friendship to form. Yeah. And, like, it doesn't have to be scary because, like, for introverts, like for me, let's say, um, it doesn't have to be something that's, like, viewed as scary even though I can see how. <laughs> but mm-hmm. let's say, um, I feel like the thing 
a lot of people don't do is doing things by themselves. It's like, mm. um, let's say I'm really into painting. Uh, I guess I am, kind of. Mm, I don't know. Okay, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but if I was truly wanting to find someone, like let's say if I'm really interested in painting, I would go find maybe a painting class somewhere and then just sign up by myself because you never know what, what could happen. Yeah. Yeah. Because that whoever else is signed up in that class have already have a common interest with you. For sure. So, yeah. So it makes starting a conversation because I'm horrible at small talk, but um, it makes starting a conversation a conversation so much easier that way. For sure. Mm -hmm. And and also. Um, Things that you should avoid is being arrogant, right? Because yeah. let's say, yeah, you're both interested in painting, right? And let's say you you want to make friends with someone, but don't don't let the first thing that you say is, oh, um, I think you should, you know, maybe not do this anymore because you're not that great, you know? Yeah, like don't be judgmental towards a stranger. That's just, yeah. I feel like, common courtesy. Maybe that's why you don't have friends. Maybe work on yourself first. If that's the first thing you would say to someone. Yes. <laughs> yes, and um, so I'm also, like, a certified, like, coach, right? And one of the things that we as coach say is that you need to be independent with yourself. So in order to avoid being you know, overly possessive or having insecurities about your friends and how they look or what they have is that you need to, like how you say, work on yourself, mm -hmm. as accept yourself how you are, and then go from there. Yeah, I think something I saw on TikTok that's like, I mean, obviously everything I learned is from TikTok. Anyways, um, is that you, for someone to work more on their external relationships they need to first be okay with themselves like you yes. should be okay spending time with yourself first and not like oh my god i'm all i'm all by myself i have to like do something exactly. like to fix it but like you should enjoy the time that you're spending with yourself that's yes. valuable first yes and if you don't like to spend your time on your own, then you need to analyze why you don't like to be with yourself. Because, I mean, yourself, I know it's cliche, but you were born with yourself and you will probably die with yourself. So um, so getting to to love who you are and your inner self, it's it's important because otherwise your, relation, your external relationships are probably not going to work. Because... Everything that's from insecurities, possessiveness, um, all those things are going to like really make your, is really going to strain your relationships for yeah. sure. And, you know, uh, like the, as we were talking about this, I was thinking that some people may just have those insecurities and they don't want to be alone because I don't know. 
don't know. I feel like some people need more to be more confident in themselves. Um, I know I had to learn that and I have great people that help me, including uh Charlie and Amy and Z. Mm-hmm. But I don't I, I think it is uh I feel like once you get to a better spot, you will look back and be like, huh <laughs> this uh this is a pretty great place to be at compared to I don't know, a year ago. Right? Yeah. And something I like uh, there's this trend um that I'm seeing on TikTok. Is where you say something, right? Or like, oh, I'm so tired of like painting this drawing, right? For my job. And then they show a, a picture of their younger self and they ask, oh, we paint for our work? You know, you have to be the person that your younger self needed. Mm-hmm. And you have to strive for to be, um, you know, that model for them because that's what you needed back then. Okay, so let's say, um, you know, nobody was really affectionate towards you, you know, as a kid. And so you yourself became a very affectionate person, right? And so you need to not so much, you know, Yes, you can be affectionate towards others, but then be affectionate towards yourself. You know, give your inner self that love it deserves. Yeah, I agree. I think that's that should be the first step <laughs> yes. of making a friend is to work on yourself. Does that make sense? I think it makes sense. It makes all the sense. It makes all the sense. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for sure. So our our biggest um, advice, because this is advice, you don't have to take it. You don't have, this is just what we, um, you know, we feel it's uh, what works. Um, you, you You can be like, nah, you know what, I like to feel superior to my friends. And that's just how I am. Well, that's, that's your choice, right? Um, but if you want a a healthy relationship, just maybe or maybe not listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I mean, like something I believe too is that I should look back to like, I don't know, two years ago and kind of cringe at myself because that's how I know I've grown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if I look back to myself in high school, I'll be like, oof, that person was rough. <laughs> <laughs> right um yeah i was i was definitely also like yeah i don't even know what to call it (laughs) overexerted person to the point of of insanity but you know (laughs) we learn (laughs) we grow that's what's important well i think it's time for some reddit stories stories okay i feel like um we have okay i have one two three four let's not do all of them that's way too many okay uh pick a number (laughs) how many should should we do two 
Two of them? Yeah, two. Okay. You pick three. One, two, three. Okay, see. So, we picked lucky number. Lucky number. Lucky number? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Great. (laughs) It is. So, we picked number three. Lucky number three. Sure. That's what I was trying to say. That I just cannot say it. Okay, so the title of this Reddit post is My closest friend have no idea who I am and is hurting me because I can't tell them. Mm. Here's the thing. I live with my friends in a small house we rent. It's been almost three years now. We do everything together from grocery shopping to house cleaning to taking each other places. The thing is that I'm scared they all form the deeper bond between themselves and are cutting me out. There is five of us, and they all have a kind of deeper bond with someone else. Like everyone has one person they go to first when something happens. I have been told to my face that they all feel I have that with the girl I share my room with. But despite the affection I have for her, I feel like none of my feelings are mutual and they have been reading me wrong the entire time we know each other. Whenever one of us feels down, we all do our best to cheer them up and we always talk about what's wrong with the others. But I always fear talking too much about myself because I have a really rough history and I know it can be overwhelming. I talked to them one night and I feel completely guilty after. This summer, I was told by one of our friends that another friend of ours find my background to be a reason to steer away from me as they are not comfortable discussing their problems since they pale in comparison to mine. I feel really bad about it, and I'm trying to look uh, more accommodating. (laughs) Why was that so hard for me (laughs) to make (laughs) out? But I don't think it's really working. The thing is, I'm not an overly affectionate person, but I do like hugs and and physical comfort from time to time. I like to be listened to sometimes, but I feel like this uh, squashes my friends and I always keep everything down as to not hurt them with my sad stories. They say I'm uncaring and laid back, distant and cold, but that's only because I don't know how to be vulnerable. Today, one of my friends was feeling bad and she only asked for me to go to her once she had talked to uh, any other one of us first. And that was only because she needed both me and my roommate to weigh in on something regarding our house. They all have their North Star in our group. No one really looks up to me. No one really asks me to do stuff together. Either I'm included in group outings or I'm simply left out. It's normal for group to split up and go out in pairs, but no one has ever asked me directly to go with them. I'm always either the only option available or part of the package. That's it. Most times they do include me in stuff to avoid making me feel bad, but I sense it's only out of obligation. I know they value my input when they know I can be useful, and I know they're not doing it on purpose. I just never stick out for people, I guess. I'm always the second choice, always the rebound. It may be because I'm distant, 
but I have no idea how to change that. This is simply who I am, and I have no idea how to tell them how much it hurts me that they see me this way. Aww. Hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel bad that this person is feeling this way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, like, like she said, her background, her history or whatever scares some people off. But I feel like that's, I don't know, if your background scares people off, but who you are cannot be accepted by certain people is not the person I would want to keep in my life, right? Um, Because, you know, we all have some kind of story to a certain extent, but for her, I would want to suggest that just to open up more and you know when if someone's not asking like including you maybe you know this person should you know hey what are you doing today do you want to go grab coffee do you want to go grab lunch or something like that like maybe they should reach mm-hmm. out a little more just to see mm-hmm. yeah yeah i agree one of the things I, well, one of the things I heard was that she mentioned that her friends don't want to talk to her because their problems will pale in comparison. But my question is, did they outright said that or are you just assuming that? Because let's see, for me, for example, I have a, I have a hard time telling my, um, my friends, especially like Sky and Amy, if I'm having trouble or like if something happened, not because like I think that my problems are like worse than theirs, excuse me, worse than theirs. It's just that it's just hard. It, it, it comes hard because that's like one of the problems that I do struggle with. But it's not because they don't care or they'll they'll feel bad about it. It's just that I never opened up. So there's no way for them to react to it, you know. And so having that conversation of how you feel in the group and what they think it's what is going to give you that answer that you're seeking. Because how Sky said, if they're, even after having this conversation, are acting this way towards you, it's because they're not the right people for you. But if they're just waiting for you to open up to them, then um, that will like change everything because they you did mention or that person did mention that she seems cold and um, what was it like distant. Yeah. So it may not be because they they want to like leave you out of it. It's maybe because they are afraid that you're gonna turn them down or that you're not gonna you're not gonna have fun with them. You know what I'm saying? And so taking, making sure that there's no misunderstanding between y'all because five is a big group, you mm-hmm. know? And so there's always gonna be pairs and stuff like that. Some are gonna go out, some are not. And there's gonna be like the package thing. So like how Sky said, just have that conversation and then make your decision based on that. Yeah, I think I get this person 
because um to like a new friend it's really hard for me to open up to them and like tell them my issues and be vulnerable with them but uh, i think in the beginning she mentioned that they've they've been together for almost three years now and i feel like that's enough time for you to and if especially if they live together it's enough time for you to see uh what kind of person they are and like i mean there have to be someone in that house that she can talk to and just open them and just have a conversation. And even if just about how she's feeling about all of this living in this house, even if it's just that, there has there have to be one person that she can talk to this about. And I do feel like once you open up to people, once you, you know, light down your walls and talk about all your issues, um, it bonds people more. Even if the other person can't really help you in any way or, you know, do anything about it, for them just to listen, like, listen you out, like, listen to what you have to say, um, I feel like that helps a lot. For sure. And I mean, it, you don't have to like, you know, um, bombard them with all your stuff. It's just little by little. Think of it as an exercise. You start at level one and then you go up from there. Just, you know, if you're feeling sad, just tell one of them, hey, I don't feel too good about this. Right. It's, it, it's not a like, you know, it's not you're not saying uh, you have depression because of your background or something like that it's not that you know you just start at something that you're comfortable with and then just make your way up like you know or deepening that conversation and they will feel if they're really truly your friends and they do care about you they will also like come to understand wow she she's trying to open up to me that's great i want to like be there for her and Maybe we'll hang out more so like she can open up with me and she can feel comfortable. Like how we mentioned before, friendship is all about intention, time, and effort. So if if this friendship is, is bound to work, they're going to put their time, their effort, and their intention of making this friendship work. So Yeah, I I think that's a like great advice. You know, like don't start all the conversation like, here are all my deepest and darkest secrets. <laughs> <laughs> um it does overwhelm people a little bit let's say you had a bad day at work or something you had a really frustrating day at work or something start with those things um and for me i find that i don't this is hard to say because different people have different opinion on this let's say uh charlie is telling me a story about something she's going through that's like sad or something um for me after you know you have to make sure that they have let everything out and like you've heard them out for me i feel um not up not obligated but like i feel like it's easier if i try to relate to something and share something about me that doesn't have to be similar but like Hey, I this happened too, and so I can kind of get what you're saying, just so 
she's sharing something and I'm also sharing something. I feel like it's an equal exchange. But I, I can also see how some people is like, oh, they're, they're, uh, they only want to talk about their problems. But, you know, it's, it's a hard line to find because you can't cut people off and just start talking about your own problems. You have to listen to the other person out and then, you know, hey, I can kind of get what you're saying and you share a little bit about yourself and then it just goes from there. They share more, you share more. I don't know. I think yeah, that's for, it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think going with that and just like something that I've noticed is that if someone is giving, if if someone is talking about their problems, they obviously want to be heard and and want your attention to be on them. So my first thing will not, my first action will not be of mentioning a story of mine to relate to them. But in case they are looking for maybe a solution, I will maybe not give them a like right on advice because you cannot give advice to people. Because you you're not in that same situation, but you can give it an analogy. You know, you know. I when I was thirteen, I w- I went through something like that, and what helped me was this. Um, it could help you. It could not. Like, take it in that way. So because I've seen some people misunderstand that intention of relating to them to oh you're just you want this conversation to be about you. So my what I would say is that no just read what that person wants to hear not in lies obviously but like <laughs> what that person needs at that time uh-huh yeah it doesn't have to be like i feel like too sometimes people are just talking not necessarily looking for advice just to vent and i mean yeah like charlie said it's that shouldn't be the first thing you do, obviously. I have this other thing that's just, that's similar, but, you know, I feel like that's something. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I want to I hear the next story. Okay, pick another number between one and four that's not three. <laughs> one. One. Okay, let's see. One. Is my friend gaslighting me, or am I just resentful? Mm-hmm. I, female, 29, have been friends with my uh, my female friend that's 28 for over 20 years. Oh, that's a really long Damn. friendship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to be honest and admit that, yes, I resent her. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I am jealous of her beauty, her confidence, her uh, her ability to make friends and keep them. It just seems everyone loves her, and I resent that I like I lack these qualities. Something I have a hard time explaining to my therapist or on Reddit is our relationship dynamic. My friend compart compartmentalize. <laughs> it's a hard word. <laughs> That's a hard word for <laughs> uh, Her friendships, meaning that she has a whole group of friends that don't even know I exist. 
This makes me feel sad and ashamed that I'm not worthy to be part of her life. I normally brush it off, saying that I don't have to be part of every aspect in her life, but it doesn't hurt when... Oh, it does hurt when she has a birthday party with 19 people that she calls her work friends and that she's had an outfit plan for almost a month. Well, she tells me and my other friend that this was a last-minute get-together. And in parentheses, she said, her gaslighting us. Is that gaslighting? Okay, anyways. That's just lying. Um, I mean, friends celebrate each other's birthday, right? Because this doesn't seem normal in my group of three friends. It looks like she's going to be doing the same thing this year, and I just don't know how to handle it. Do I ignore it? Do I address it? And if I do bring it up, what do I even say? I feel so embarrassed thinking about it because I know it's going to happen and she is trying to hide it. Uh, as retaliation, I don't want to invite her to my 30th birthday party. It's a milestone birthday and it should be spe- special. So in a normal friendship, you would invite your close friend of 20 years. But I don't want to just so I can give her a taste of her own medicine. I don't want to be like this. I'm just hurt. Mm. Uh, mm, this is an interesting situation. <laughs> because so they've been friends for 20 years um and i feel like this doesn't seem like that big of a deal to me i don't i don't know (laughs) i guess it sounds bad i mean but like i feel like if you are friends with someone for 20 years you should know them pretty well and you should be able to uh talk to them like pretty easily about how you're feeling mm-hmm. and um it is i understand how she feels that it's probably pretty shitty that you know she had a birthday party and didn't invite her um but if i was her i would talk to my friend about it and let's say Hey, you had this thing. Why didn't you invite me? Because maybe there is a reason. Um, I don't know whether you want to hear that reason or not. Is <laughs> it could be just because you know? Is she's thinking? Hey, it's just twenty people that sh- my friend doesn't know. Um, and depending on how you know whoever wrote this, how her personality is. For me, I'll be like, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm going to meet 20 people. And maybe my friend of 20 years know that about me and just, you know, doesn't want to burden me with 20 people. But I feel like they should just really talk about it and she shouldn't leave it. Because mm-hmm. it, it has been a really long friendship. And then if really she wants anything... She's like, hey, you had this birthday party. You didn't tell me. But, um, like, if I was her, I still want to make my friend's birthday special. And so, um, I don't know. I was, I would just invite her with, like, maybe just her or something and do something with her. Well, we were at a rocky start from the start. 
Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty um, wonky. Yeah. So there's a lot of feelings of inferiority. Mm-hmm. Inferiority. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't that the um, hard for Elmo? <laughs> uh, that's right. <laughs> and the whole thing with her comparing with her friend is just, it, it kind of lets me to believe that these 20 years have kind of been superficial, a very superficial friendship. Because, I mean, people can tell when you you have that complex, that inferiority complex. And so, um, without even knowing, you might make your friend uncomfortable or like unsure on how to tell you things uh, because of your reactions. Sometimes... Sometimes the fault is not in them, but in yourself. And you have to really analyze what's happening with yourself and why you feel so irritated that your friend didn't invite you to a birthday party. Because to be honest, if I hear, I don't know, that Amy um, went, did her birthday party with her other friends, I I would be okay with it because... You know, she probably had her reason. She probably wanted to spend time with them and like she wouldn't be able to give me enough attention or something like how you explain that maybe will be a burden for me, um, you know. But it's because I am sure that, you know, I'm comfortable if if she doesn't, you know, if she doesn't want to be with me, I'm, I'm okay with that because everybody needs their space, you know. But someone who's in, insecure will not see that that way. You know, they will think, oh, maybe there's something wrong with me or or what is wrong with that person? Why didn't that person did this? Right. So. First will be. One. Do you really care about this person, about your friend? Are you just are you just with them solely for those 20 years that you just want to keep that counter, that counting thing going? You know, so it's not it's not about her being your friend. It's just about those 20 years, though, the idea of being with someone for 20 years. Right. And so for me, it will be first analyze how you are and how you're feeling. If you want to continue in this friendship, if you are going to continue and be in this friendship, then you need to talk to your friend. Right. And see what's happening. How do they feel? Because it, it can all also only be about yourself. You need to hear them out too. Maybe that person doesn't want to be your friend anymore, and they're trying to like create a space between you and you and them, right? And if they and if they do want to stop being your friends, you have to give them that freedom, you know, because they're not you're not entitled to their friendship, just as you are not entitled. Oh, just as they are not entitled to be your friend, you know. So yeah, that will be like my my observation. Mm. I feel like you hit that pretty good on the nail. That I've completely forgot the first part of the story I read <laughs> <laughs> because you know when I'm reading this, um, I was thinking of how like if this was what's happening within our friend group, how we will react. Like you said, you know, I would think, I said Amy, she probably would have her reasons. 
and I will just talk to her about it. But I think, you know, re re looking at this, the beginning of this story, that she is jealous of her beauty, her confidence. It ties back to what we were saying earlier, right? You have to self reflect first. And I will be honest. I do mm-hmm. think our in our within our friend group, Amy is like convention conventionally attractive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like I root for her because she's conventionally attractive. I'm not mm-hmm. envious of that. I was like, yeah, look at that's my friend. <laughs> she's the most beautiful person here, and that's my friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just like we will root for her for that and not be like she's overshadowed me with her beauty and her confidence um and her ability to make friends is what this says and i feel like that fits fits amy pretty well yep (laughs) (laughs) to be honest yeah but like i mean those are all great quality in a person Mm -hmm. and you know for me when I think of those things like a person has beauty, confidence, and ability to make friends and keep them. I'm like, wow, this is a really great human. And not like, ugh, why are they like this? And I'm not. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think you had, you had that one pretty good. That she does need to self-reflect first. And I feel like the whole thing of her in the end saying... I'm just not going to invite her to my 30th birthday to give her own taste of her medicine. It's like, it's, it's, let's be honest, it's very childish. Mm-hmm. It, it, a lot of this, I feel like, could either one be cleared up with more communication and like more effective and honest communication. And mm-hmm. then, to you know, looking back at yourself and seeing what kind of friend you are to her because you said in your post you resent her and that's <laughs> yeah that shows yeah i feel like even if you try to hide it it probably you know people will get a vibe or a sense that hmm, that's something's a little off yeah yeah um definitely i mean first Always with if if you're in a in a friendship, be sure of who you are, what you want. Then make sh- uh, um also be a good listener, because you cannot always be on the defensive. You can't hurt somebody just because you feel hurt. That's just not how it goes. That's not how the world runs, right? It's not eye for an eye. That's not a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's very childish. So yeah. if anybody hurts you, then just reflect on it. Maybe they didn't hurt you on purpose. Maybe you're just, you know, everything everything around you is data. So if you take that data and you, and you tell yourself that's hurtful, it is going to be hurtful. But if you take that same data and you say it's not hurtful, it's not going to hurt me, it's not going to hurt you. So it's all about self-discipline and like knowing who you are and what you want and how you pursue things and so yeah great story i love it (laughs) i think you know we've covered a lot of things today 
We covered dynamics of relationships, the psychology part of of, of, of friendships, mm-hmm. and then you know how to make friends, and then we kind of gave our takes on two of the stories that we found, um, and uh, I mean, you know, like we said before. We're not professional, like. Well, never mind. Actually, Charlie, it's professional. She has a certificate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a professional <laughs> <laughs> advice gamer. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. Take it or leave it. But I feel like we make some really good points. Yeah, yeah and we can all learn. You know. Um, nobody knows everything, you know, so maybe this has opened your eyes, um, to things that you weren't noticing before and that now you're, you're like, oh, now I understand why I felt this, you know, with my friend, you know, and maybe it's something I need to talk about it with them or, oh, maybe, you know, maybe I should not hang out with this person anymore. You know, those those, are those things that you realize when the more you listen, you know, to people talk about their experience and then other people's experiences. So, yeah, it's been great. It's been great. I feel like the one takeaway, if you only take one thing away from uh, however long this was, um, was is that self-reflection and self-care is important. <laughs> and also... Yes. I saw on TikTok, you need eight hugs, a day. eight hugs a day. So, go get you eight hugs. <laughs> eight hugs? That's too much work. <laughs> no, that's what people said. You need eight hugs a day for, for something like mental something. I don't remember, but it was on TikTok that people need eight, eight, <laughs> eight, <laughs> eight hugs a day. It can be from the same person, but you know. Go get your hugs, people. Yeah, I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on that one. (laughs) She's like, I'm gonna stay with my zero hugs today. (laughs) (laughs) I leave my leave my room a mess. (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm better at it though. Well, it also helps that there's a lady that cleans. Hmm. Yeah. 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 But you know, once you start living with someone. It's not about you. You have to be more conscious of the things that you do. And it has to be like a partnership thing. And blah, 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 blah. But if I, if I live on my own, I probably will still be messy. But like on, on you know, on set dates, like the week you will start really cleaning. And then I, at the end, it will just be like, meh. But, you know, they also <laughs> say that geniuses, geniuses have really dirty rooms. So... <laughs> I want to consider myself a genius and not someone with depression. So. I mean, that's a great way of looking at things. Yes, there's there's my tunnel vision again. You see, she's a, uh, what's it called? Cup half full kind of person. Uh, exactly. I, I, I really am. Uh, but I mean, um, we still haven't talked about it, but like one of the episodes that we want to do is 
again, another personality test, but looking at the 16 personalities. And I think one thing that we discovered is like, Sky and I have the same personalities. So that's yeah. interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was not expecting that, honestly. I was not yeah. expecting it. Yeah, to be honest, I used to be another personality. Okay. But not anymore. So huh. that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, people do change after, you know, when they grow up. But yeah, yeah. when they grow, people change. I, I don't believe, I mean... I don't know. I guess the fundamental, fundamental, like really deep down, like the really base core things of people, those are hard to change. But I do believe that people change. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, hopefully Amy will be available for our our next episode. Amy is, um, she studied psychology in college, so we want to bring her in um, and have her kind of like talk to us about like psychology um, and our personalities and stuff. I think it'll be like a really interactive um, episode. It'll be be a lot of fun and you guys will actually meet our beautiful and social butterfly, Amy. I think that'd be reason. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But it's great. Thank you guys for listening to us. Um, I don't even know what episode we're on, um, to be honest. I think we're in 11 or 12 or something like that. But but still, we're in the double digits, and that's great. That's great that's news. Good. Yay! We are, we are making stuff, content um, for our podcast, and that's always fun. So, uh, thank you guys a lot for being with us. My name is Charlie, and with me has been... I'm Sky. Wow. Wow. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. The next episode.